Celine, if you're listening, <laughs> I just want you to know that, yo. Anytime you throw it at me, I'm catching it, and that's and that's a pro- and I know you ain't never dealt with no BBC in your life, but if you ever want to, I'm here for I'm I'm here for you. I'm here for you in all aspects. So let's get it. Let's make it happen. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 45 of the Sorry Toby Sports Pod. It's me, John. We are here at Regrown as always, and I have my guys with me. To my right, Mr. Worldwide West, because um things are starting to open back up, so I guess he might he might get that back. And that's a fact, because everywhere I go, I'm about to leave a worldwide mess. How's it going, you guys? And by that, he means Rona. Yes. Whoa. Is it? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I disagree with you not even realizing what I agreed with. Yeah, man. Lord Jesus. Yeah, I hope y'all had a good week, man. You know, it's just starting to open back up, so I'm a little bit excited, you know, doing things, playing some volleyball, running. Oh, I finished 30 miles on my Nike running club shit, so that's a big achievement for me. Let me clap it up for myself. Yeah, I'm going to clap it up for myself. Oh, great. I fucking hate running. Yeah, I hate that shit too, bro, but I got through them 30 miles, bro. Shout out to you, man. Yeah. And then to my left, with the fresh cut, oh. Mister, we're going. Shit, we gotta put some respect on his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he pulled. Up, he pulled. He pulled up different. Yeah, you no. ever see? You ever see the 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 memes where it's just like random people and they just crop waves on them? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's JT. You right do that shit to Obama. <laughs> no, the best was to the Rolf? best was to Goku. Oh yeah, <laughs> the best one was definitely it was Goku. There was one on Piccolo. Oh man. So you hear the voice, it is Justin Thomas in the building. Hi, how are you? <laughs> and then keeping us sounding clear and blessing your eardrums week by week. My boy Mateo Soprano in the building. Yes, <laughs> sir. Sorry, Toby Soundman. <laughs> Mateo Soprano is OD. Yeah, yeah, is that low-key racist? Nah, it's not It's not racist. Everybody loves the Sopranos. Oh, I thought it was just because it's not racist because he's white and we can't be racist towards white people. Damn. <laughs> is this episode 43 <laughs> right <laughs> every episode is... <laughs> just kidding guys just kidding can we be charged like every episode is 43 <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright so we got a couple things today do what, what do you guys want to do first uh you know let's let's start on the lighter side let's talk about how uh you know NASCAR out here being like more inclusive the most progressive league possible right wow. like who would have thought that nascar being around for like 70 plus years with literally you the think of nascar and you think possible. of racism and they're like yeah no more confederate flags kiss our ass yo you want to hear something so crazy i was looking at cnn yesterday just like scrolling through random news yo tell me why there was a nascar driver that did like a lap around a track in the back seat in support of police you know, in, for, in support of like the police department, rode in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah, bro. They don't, they don't have back seats. Wait, I'm conf- yeah, I'm confused. No, bro. Like they they just I, did another car with the back seat. Yeah, just did a car with yeah. I saw that on CNN and Bullshit. I was like, I was like, nah, this is different, uh, bro. Who's weird? It'd be weirdos. How about the dude that that when NASCAR enacted the, uh, the greatest champion of all time. Confe- <laughs> he banned the Confederate flag. A NASCAR driver that's in the truck series, which is like the third tier of NASCAR. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna retire because 
<laughs> he he didn't outright say he was a racist, but he said he was a racist. Uh, dude it was is, it fifty races? Dude has raced thirty two times, zero zero wins, zero top fives, zero top uh tens, zero top fifteens, zero top twenties. His average finish is like twenty eight. Wow. No, no, no. They said his best finish was like thirty two. Ew, was it? That's yeah. yeah. So he was. So man, just really just out here out of Sunday driving, driving every Sunday. <laughs> My man's could have made more money working at Denny's or something. Bro, he was, Denny's? He was bugging the fuck out. <laughs> Denny's is OD. Yeah, waiting wow. tables at Denny's and shit. Right. And I mean, you see Bubba, Bubba Wallace, the lone black uh, racer. Well, the only full-time black racer. Oh, this is your man's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Came out with the I Can't Breathe uh, t-shirt. Yeah, that's my man's. This is Bubba Wallace, <laughs> man. Uh, I Can't Breathe t-shirt underneath his race suit. You know, it was great. Had the Black Lives Matter uh, hashtag on his race mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Now that's tough. I don't know if you guys saw this. So I don't know how accurate it is exactly, but I was hearing this is the one that I saw that made me like realize more. But they were like NASCAR immediately fired a big driver after he said the N word. No investigation needed. Ban the Confederate flag and will now have the Pride flag displayed and will allow protesting during the anthem. Made a Black Lives Matter vehicle and banned sponsorships from gun companies. So uh, shout out to NASCAR. Well, I, rem- I remember that it, too. Still not gonna watch the, it uh, when they when they fired the the racer. Because it was during when when everybody was still in quarantine, so NASCAR mm-hmm. was doing the eye racing, and the dude was doing a comms check, and he comms checked by saying the n word. What? Wow. <laughs> He's hey. like, "Oh, can you hear me? You know, check, check, check." Hey, y'all niggas, hear me? Y'all niggas, hear me? <laughs> Basically, that's what he said. And, and then his his crew chief was like, "Bro, what are you doing?" And then his his spotter was like, "Yo, everybody heard that." And he, everything just went mad silent. Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> literally the I next go day. I gotta do my job now. I remember because I was on the, I was working the ticket that Larson. day. Yep, ticket that day. Chip Ganassi Racing fired him. I was like, well, go for him. And they brought That's Matt Kenseth out of retirement for the second time. Who feels bad? Not I. Not Ooh. I. Good, good for him. Not me. And I hate the people that say like, "Oh, he made a mistake." You don't make a mistake. That's premeditated. Because yeah, if you you're saying do it, that shit on a regular, you do that. You say it on a regular. If you're willing to say that, like. Where everybody can hear? in the English dictionary. Yep, you say the N word of all. Yeah, I, for a mic check. Mm-hmm. If it was me, I feel like I'll understand it. But yeah. him, nah, that mm-hmm. ain't it. He's I not sm- Bubba Wallace. I smell. I right? smell. I smell racism. Mm-hmm. Racism. <laughs> racism. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, even uh, what do you call it? Now, uh, Alvin Kamara is like big into NASCAR now. I don't know if he's like he's been tweeting about it. He was actually at the last race. Uh, Ain't no other sports. I ain't blame him. And then the one WNBA player, I forget her name, but she was like, "Yeah, NASCAR's being inclusive now. Might have to check out uh, what they what they working on." Yeah, nah, still not. But you know, I'm happy that they're doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I don't expect an influx of black people to just be like, "All right, I want to become NASCAR drivers." But like, hey, it's at least NASCAR showing like we're not going to be excluding you anymore, which is what yeah. it basically was. They're not going to be know. excluding you, and then also the fact that they're not siding with their racist ass fans. I was also like, um, I don't know if you guys saw, but like Steve Biscotti, like the Ravens owner, has been putting out some really like good shit. Definitely makes you proud to be a Ravens fan knowing that, like the things that he's been doing and the fact that he's been able to own up to like everything's going on and mm. be like, I understand my role. And like, he's like, yeah, I wouldn't be a proper owner. I wouldn't be like even just someone. He's like, it's not just about like winning sports games. It's about the relationships I develop with all these people. And like, basically, the whole team is black. So what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Um, he put out like, uh, a video at first it was just him having this conversation but they also put out footage from the calls that they've been having with the players so he's had like multiple calls with like the players and the coaching staff just about everything going on 
So um, it's really good. Like I'll definitely at least send you guys the one that he did himself. Mm. Like his just address. But uh, no, nah, man, it, it's good to see like people and like organizations like NASCAR in position of power like that. Like, yeah, doing doing yeah. good things. That was a good transition to football, John. No, nah, for sure. Good job. Speaking of keeping on the football front, though, quite a you know little 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 few news tidbits. Um, I think the I don't know if it's the biggest thing, but I think it was kind of interesting how Goodell was it, like said on the big conference of all the commissioners the other day that he's in support of teams signing Colin Kaepernick yeah. and oh things, God. and it kind of to me I feel like that rings kind of tone deaf because where was that support? four years ago where's that energy bro you know i mean i get it I circumstance mean, bro it's not he's not wrong in what he's saying but it's like it just feels hollow it, it, yeah it rings really hollow yeah. when you had this black mark over your league for the last three years last three four years and you said nothing about it mm-hmm. and now you're saying something mm-hmm. like it just yeah. kind of shouldn't have had to take all these people getting killed and the whole george floyd situation to kind of precipitate the fact that you know colin what 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 he was fighting for is actually makes sense yeah and now you got head coaches like bill o'brien who said that like he's gonna take a knee bill o'brien yeah dumbass. Hey, hey man fuck it i mean yeah no i mean, it's good I, I mean i'd rather him take the knee than not than openly be against taking a knee i was just saying dumbass because he's a terrible oh you know, well he's, he's a terrible, aside, aside he's bad from, at everything else yeah, yeah, yeah but know, i mean good at least he, at least he values black lives i respect that and then you got dudes like baker that said that he he don't care if he lose fans mm-hmm. he said fuck it i'm kneeling regardless yeah. like yeah, well, in 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 that defense, though, Baker was losing fans regardless because Baker. They were, kinda... Yeah, he played like trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just getting ahead of the curve. On it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like yeah. listen, in case we have a bad season, I don't want to disappoint the fans, so they're going to be gone already. <laughs> it's like the fans are going to be gone. I might as well say they're leaving because of my stance morally than my play on the field. Nah, but if Baker come through and cook. I'd love yeah. to see it. And oh, yeah. plus it's good that Baker did that because that is a more popular quarterback in the league and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there's someone who has that sort of platform. And he's also known as the one as one of the white people who could dance. So it's like you can't have the white dude who could dance like just not kneeling. <laughs> John, I know you've seen this. <laughs> the video so like the video of Baker, I think it was yeah, last year or whatever, when he's like dancing, uh and they have the walk it like I talk it video, mm-hmm. uh, music playing in the background. But then whenever the Browns do poorly, <laughs> it's like some weird like horns and things like that uh. mixed in with it. What? Oh man, I gotta if I find it, I'm gonna send it to yeah, you guys because it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, please. Uh, my favorite like shit doing poorly music is when they do the bad Titanic shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> Titanic's like playing on like a recorder. <laughs> a recorder. <laughs> shit is so funny. That's terrible. Yo, low key, we might have to get a button for that. Like, oh, we have to. So that was when someone's going on the Wild Berserk ramp, but it's terrible. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Oh that no, that would be funny. Oh shit! Yeah, like, yeah next we time go- JT tries to get us to watch NASCAR, we just hit that shit. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> you know. It's like here, <laughs> like wherever <laughs> you are. <laughs> I... Although it sounds fantastic when it's on good, when it's on good yeah, uh, sports it's videos, so... it's great. Nah, it's I Celine. love it. Yeah, nah, she, love she, it. Bro, you want to talk about though. white women that can sing? Celine, Adele, Ariana Grande. Yeah, Ariana. Yeah, bro, Selena Legend. I would go see Celine. I she was making a bank when yeah. she had that residency too. It I was ridiculous. Just Ooh. a hit, just a hit, just a hit. Just for the, yeah, just for the pipes. <laughs> we were talking about. Wow. So I thought you were gonna say just it, for the culture. This is exactly you said what I'm talking about, man. Just, it's just not just me. All right, I, I you can't just peg me as the as the wild person in this. When Miles was, is out here saying yeah, that was pretty wild, wild statement. Stuff too. You came in, 
came in guns blazing. Crazy. Yeah, you know. I was yeah. going to talk about what Popovich said, but I don't even know how to, like, follow that up. Yeah, I mean, you know. It, hey, listen, man. Celine, if you if you listen in, just know. You, I'm young, young black single man in my mid-20s. And um, he's a capo. You know, I'll shimmy in that pussy. Yeah. Um, See? Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. He I'll didn't go, miss a beat with it. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, I'll go crazy. You know what I'm saying? I know you on the older side, but, you know, I can show you a good time. What are you looking up, John? If you're looking looking up the song, just go on iTunes. Are you looking up Celine? Oh, are you looking up Celine Dion? (laughs) 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 Yes, sir. That is it. (laughs) That is it. Oh my god. You know know what I picture putting that over? Like the uh, when Romo. Drops the uh, the field goal. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no! Um, I'm trying to think of how I transition this oh, back. No. Well, we're in a stoppage, so yeah, I'm just gonna jump back in. I'm sorry. saying I the think last thing gonna... that was said was that I would I would fuck Celine Dion. No, no, that's that. that's getting that's us the intro. Right? Oh. Or it's the intro. Oh, you're talking about NFL, right? Uh, yeah. Well, we were talking about the um. No, I feel like we were talking about NASCAR. No, you're talking like about NASCAR, and then you were talking about NFL. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and then you said you wanted to get into what Pop said. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Pop smoke. I mean, going with that, Popovich made a great statement, too. And he was talking about a smart man is running the NFL, and he didn't understand the difference between the flag and what makes the country great. All the people who fought to allow Kaepernick to have the right to kneel for justice. So it's like, like you said, like his words are hollow, and it's just he just missed the whole point the first time. And it, and it is good that he's like acknowledging it now. But it's it just feels a little, you know, after everything was so yeah. against it. Right. But I mean at the same time it's like we need we need Goodell to see that he was wrong and to at least, you know, acknowledge it and to move forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cause at least now it opens the door for for the support of Kaepernick to at least come back in the NFL. Do I think he'll be back? No. Mm. But at the same time it's like I like I can't I, I can't really fault Goodell for actually like, you know, coming coming to senses on this. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. No, it's like it's just one of those things where it's like it's almost like NASCAR. Like you shouldn't get a pat on the back because you banned the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that should have been done regardless. Yeah. Like you you're not you're not get you shouldn't get praised for Don't it. praise white people for doing the right thing. For doing the right thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't, you know. Like if you go to the bathroom by yourself, I'm not going to be like, "Hey Miles, good job for going to the bathroom." It's like something that's like so obvious that you should do like doing the right thing and like praising like, "Oh my gosh, he didn't like we're like race. Oh my god, he didn't say the n word. You're not supposed to say that, regardless. So like, why yeah. am I praising you for that? Like, I don't know. I'm really weak. You said that dude that I said n word on a mic check. That's on wild. a mic dog on a mic check. <laughs> That's wild. I can just imagine everyone just be like, oh, yep. Okay. It's like damn, bro. Like, well, keep looks it in like our we got to start chat. looking for a job. <laughs> That's the thing. Like that, the crazy thing. They really just fired the driver, and they were like, yeah, let's bring some dude out of retirement. On to the next, basically. Oh boy! Yeah. Well, all right. So now we've covered uh, NFL. Let's go to the other sports leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about the one that we thought was going to come back, but isn't coming back? Probably not coming back. Oh, if you didn't have the guess already, it's the MLB. <sighs> well, I mean, I wish there was more of an update, but it's really the same thing that we were saying last week. I mean, now it's just the 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 players are just so quote unquote disgusted with Rob Manfred. They yeah, I don't know, man. It's- it, yeah. Now, now, like it's just getting out of hand. Like they were saying, that they want to come back July fourth, and it's as it stands now. It'll be J- June eighteenth, and still nothing. So it's like, I don't know. Bro, I said it. We're not getting baseball till next year. 
It's just no season gonna happen because they can't come to an agreement on a half season. I'm sad. I know. I'm sad. But, but we're Yankee fans, so we have more time to get healthy. I know. <laughs> but we are missing a year of. But to see, the thing is, you know, I think what what really makes it makes you upset is that last week Manfred literally came out and said, "Oh yeah, baseball's 100 percent gonna be back." Like. It's just a matter of semantics, but we're 100% going to be back. And now he's switching up. He switched up and said, yeah, I'm not sure. I I don't know. And the players at this point, they rejected the last offer from the owners. And they're like, yo, if you guys are going to give us, make us play 48 games, whatever. Like, we don't want that, but we'll play it. Screw it. We'll figure, you know, shit out in the CBA later. And somehow that's not good enough for the owners, you know. And there's a bunch of players tweeting out, just tell us when and where. Like, mm-hmm. Just tell us when and where to show up to training camp, things like that, spring training. Just tell us. And the MLB is just literally getting Being in their trash. own way. Yeah. What's up with these trash commissioners, man? Like Manfred, Goodell, you know what I'm saying? Like they just, they you know, just. I don't, I don't even know if people get those jobs. How, how do you, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you even like rank up? I honestly don't know. I've always wondered that. Like, yeah. Like, how, how do you, do you where, what's the path to it's becoming? Just, I know it's like a business thing, but it's yeah. like. Yeah. But it's not like somebody can just like buy their way into being the commissioner. Yeah. You have to be like it's a vetted process, like uh, Adam Silver. Like I'm pretty sure he Adam was, Silver was trained. Like he was he was trained. He was trained yeah. for that long. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Goodell was trained under Tagliabue. Mm-hmm. You know, before he took over, and, and I forget who the Bud Selig. Bud Selig. I'm pretty sure Manfred was, uh, you know, under him. I don't know, man. It's disappointing though, because like, bro, we need sports right now. They not had, right now, and right now, but they, you know, they had the chance to. Be the first sport back, get all the money from that, get all the new fans, all the new the, fans because they would be the again. first. Yep, and just fumble the bag. There's no reason why the KBO should be this far ahead in their season, mm-hmm. right? Like now, what is this now? A month and a week since the KBO's been I think probably, so. back? Probably been long. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, come on, I, it's uh, I. It's it's crazy. The owners are ruining baseball. It's all about the money, man. Think about how hard it is to like just find people to like talk about baseball or get people into baseball already. And it's like now this is gonna make it so much more difficult. Yep. There's like, no there's no allure. I was talking to my dad about this the other day. There's no allure for young kids nowadays to play to play and watch baseball. Like, yeah, you're you're still gonna have kids that love baseball. It's not gonna yeah. be at the level of like basketball or football. Like, because you can't really play baseball you know by you know you need people to play baseball like you could have a catch with you know two or three people but to actually play a game Mm -hmm. like basketball all you need is two people right or you can practice by yourself football you can throw the football around you could do two on two three on three you know whatever Mm -hmm. like yeah for a baseball game to happen you need a good amount of people Mm -hmm. yeah that know how to play so it's unfortunate man it's all about the money at the end of the day though that's just really what's 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 going on Mm -hmm. i can't I don't know. And it's also it's also weird because I guess baseball doesn't have a salary cap and the owner the owners already are making most of the money regardless. So it's like I don't know. A lot of a lot of crazy shit's going on in the MLB. So like, do you guys ever think that we're gonna hit a time like I would say just in our lifetimes, like do you think we'll be able to see a time where baseball has that prosperity? Because I feel like there at no point in our lives was baseball like that top sport you know what i mean or something that people were really like fiending to watch everything always changes i say baseball was bigger than basketball in the beginning of 2000 uh it's, i feel like we can only say that because we were in new york nah i just think because like there, like, i don't think basketball was what it is today like on a global level 
and even in the country level that how baseball I think was I think baseball still held like that spot and you saw football rising up and then mm-hmm. football just kind of took over but I think baseball had it maybe up until like maybe maybe when LeBron yeah, came in LeBron. like right around 0304 mm-hmm. when LeBron Wade and everybody came in then it's like oh my and LeBron is like the king so like so then you kind of saw baseball kind of turning down because so that's four years four years of what of baseball there at, in the beginning of well the I'm just saying as far as I can remember mm-hmm. like because whenever we I think of ninety sports, I think of basketball. Whenever I think of ninety sports, well, nineties basketball, Jordan. yeah, because and especially because baseball uh, had that strike, which yeah. kind of threw a lot of fans off in ninety four. Mm-hmm. Yes, so and they talked about that in the Sammy Sammy and Mark doc. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, I, here's the thing: is that with basketball, you have recognizable faces. You have LeBron. You have Dwayne Wade. You have uh, Stephen Curry. Mm-hmm. These dudes are like global icons. Football, you got the Patrick Mahomes, the Tom Brady's, the the dudes like that, the recognizable faces. Yep, baseball, baseball, mm-hmm. and I'm ch- taking the fan bias out of it. We don't really have a recognizable face, like a dude that will walk down the street and everybody will be mm-hmm. parading him. Like Mike Trout could walk down Grand Avenue for two miles and nobody would realize that is him unless it was like a base. Somebody actually watched baseball. Yeah, yep. and that's because I think it's part of the reason because baseball players don't necessarily look the most athletic. Like a lot of those other people, like outside yeah. of quarter, some quarterbacks, I'll say they they look. Or you look at them and you go, yeah, it's a professional athlete. Yeah, a lot but, of baseball players don't look like that. But not even not even just that. It's just that and uh, the allure of baseball and like the marketability and everything. Like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. It's like Mike Trout. The only thing, and and mind you, like I'm a baseball fan, yeah. so that's why I know that Mike Trout be at Mad Eagles games. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like in general, like. He's probably the most recognizable, I would say, outside of like Aaron Judge. I feel like Aaron Judge is probably, I don't want to say he's the face of baseball, but I feel like most people could identify Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Like a dude like that. Like, Kristen Yellick. Yeah, not like gonna, Yellich, you, yeah. Not, you, you, may, you may not. Cody Bellinger, I couldn't. Cody Bellinger, you know what I'm saying? It's like dudes like these, it's because we don't really know what their, I don't want to say we don't know what their personalities are like, but it's like LeBron. LeBron is probably like the best example of an athlete off the court in terms of like how we identify them and then there's other dudes too because of you know sneaker deals endorsements mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of thing and i guess the nfl is the, sa- is the same way because we see the their their personality post-game conferences and mm-hmm. social social media and stuff like that i guess um and lamar was on with taylor rooks today so it was funny you're talking about it because they they showed the manic cover and whatnot yeah yeah, yeah right exactly mm-hmm. so it's a, it's just like you know what i'm saying it's like recognizable face like lamar jackson couldn't walk out a car without being recognized out here mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i don't know i think th- to going back to your question though john i don't think that i i think if baseball were to have that recognizable face then it could you know be more plausible exactly it could it could potentially supersede another sport especially if basketball didn't have like that recognizable face but i think basketball is way too global to for it to be surpassed anyway mm-hmm. and there's no like there's no scrutiny i guess not scrutiny but like there's no real conversation like around baseball well in terms of, like even just like their players so like mike trout has been the best player hands down for the past three four years right and it's not like you can't even debate that you yeah, like people sure. and i've seen people try and do it but it's like even that argument is like really fickle right where at least with football how we always debate brady peyton right we're always debating like you know mahomes lamar the best wide receivers in basketball of course lebron katie steph russ harden like there's really nothing like that in in baseball mm-hmm. that you see in these arguments of like oh who's better or who's better all time you know things like that so it's just the conversations that you hear in football and basketball that keep the right. sport relevant year round, you just don't hear it and see it in baseball. And the mm-hmm. ironic part about what you're saying, though, JT, is that with baseball, is that I feel like of all the sports that we named, uh, well, minus minus hockey, 
But I think baseball probably has the most parity in the sport in terms of like what what can actually happen. You could be a one seed and, and lose. Like what happened? That's you way could... more plausible in baseball than any other sport. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It has way. It's so much more. So much more parity. Like basketball. It's like it's usually the top teams or the top mm. players versus the top players. Football. It's parity in football, but usually it's the best. It's, it's the best team. You know. I feel like with football, it's more balanced across the board. Yeah. In that sense, and then yeah, like with baseball, it's like. It's it's not as surprising if a team gets upset. Right, exactly. But then again, it's like baseball is also 162 games versus mm-hmm. basketball that's 82, and then football that's 16. Yeah. We're about to be 17. But I think it's only I think it's only surprising if it's an upset if it's a recognizable brand. I think only like I think if the Yankees, Red Sox, or Dodgers, let's say, got upset in the first round, it'd be a huge story. Whereas you could have like a 117 win Cleveland Indians team losing the first round to, you know, the wild card team. And nobody would really like, they'd be like, oh, wow, they got upset, but nobody really give a shit. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason why baseball is trying to extend the playoffs. I don't think that they, like they're trying to add like another team and potentially another team after that. I don't think they need to do that because I feel like unless they find a way to make it interesting to the point that the fans are really going to enjoy it. It just doesn't make sense to add like another like three or five or seven game series. I feel like the only way they do that is if they shorten the regular season. So that way yeah. it's just you're engaging fans for longer because it's like, that's the thing. Most people, it's just like there's so many regular season games. So many games don't matter. Like like I always say, if you can play two games in the same day, you have too many fucking games. But um, playoff baseball is lit. And a lot of people, it's just it like, like really for is. me, like when it comes to hockey, Regular season, I'll occasionally watch a Rangers game, but playoffs, I'm definitely trying to watch it more. And I feel like that's with any sport. Playoff viewership always goes up because everything's more intense, everything's more serious. So I can understand bringing that extra playoff games, but only at the expense of shortening the regular season because you're not going to have that long-ass regular season and then a long-ass playoffs and keep people engaged throughout the whole thing. The only problem with that is the players are never going to go for it because if mm-hmm. you shorten the season, it has a pay cut. Mm-hmm. That's what that's and that's what it all comes down to at the end of the day. It's the money. It's about the money. The that's why we're not getting baseball this year. Yeah, it's fucked up, but you but know, the money. And it's crazy because at the end of the day, everybody making millions. Thanks, John. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody make making millions. Everybody's making a ridiculous amount of money. Not everybody. Well, not everybody, mm-hmm. but they're making more than what you and I is making. You don't know how much I make. No, I'm just kidding. All right, all right, my fault. They, they, all right, they're making so more than what, I, what I'm making. You're paying for the studio. Yes. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. And this episode is brought to you by Justin Thomas, LLC. Um, <laughs> Mr. Krabs meme. <laughs> As a fact. But yeah, man. It's about the money. No, it, it's like, like, but like you said, though, in yeah, all seriousness, yeah. it's literally just a bunch of billionaires and millionaires fighting over who gets the bigger slice of the same pie. Um, and it sucks because the, the MLB, and I've said this before, uh, you can tell MLB owners are more into making the money. And I get sports is a business. But if you had a few owners in the MLB, like a Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. you know, then you this would have probably been already resolved because Mark Cuban loves the game of basketball, mm-hmm. right? He loves making money, but Mark Cuban also loves the game of basketball. I don't think there's a lot of owners in the MLB that love the game of baseball mm-hmm. as much as they love making money and turning a profit. Yep. So they're looking at no fans in the stands for only 50 games, right? Or however many games as a bigger, you know, detraction and the money they're going to lose this year, as opposed to all the money they're going to lose down the road, which is crazy to think like how they're so short sighted. Mm-hmm. And like, because the amount of money they would gain just from doing the short yeah. season, like, like there's going to be a bunch of like longtime season ticket holders that just stop 
buying, you know, when fans eventually get back to the games, that they're just going to stop because they're going to remember how baseball was selfish and kept baseball away from the fans because of money. Mm-hmm. And now you lose more money, you know, it's, it's cutting off your nose to spite your face. And it's just, it's, I just, that's uh. upsetting. But I mean, going with uh, a, a league having issues about money, how about we go to the NBA with the league having a, uh, larger issues than that right now before we get to the nba can we just talk about how the wnba is going to be the first uh sports league in the u.s back let's do it sabrina ionescu hive let's go new york liberty we're taking over that's all i gotta say about that ionescu hive shout out wnba and they commissioner i don't know who their commissioner is but i don't either but at least they got it done and they're so their season is going to be 22 games, which mm-hmm. is only 14 games less than what their regular season is. That's fine. Which is, you know, perfect, you know. Incredibly, it's going to be incredibly competitive. Oh, yeah. it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. If, if, if the, hey, now hear me out. Yes. If the WNBA comes back while there's no other sports and people start watching WNBA, this could be very it big. It could be for, huge. It's oh going to be God. huge for their fan yeah. base. And it'll also call out a lot of hypocrites, but we already, we always know that there's yeah. a bunch of hypocrites in life. So it's like, we just want the, the the we want sports back crowd. We're gonna really see the if they want sports. We're, yeah, we're gonna see if they really want all sports back because WNBA comes back first. I think there's pegged for like a few days before the NBA is technically supposed to start mm-hmm. on July 31st. So we're gonna see, right? Like, hey, did you really care? Did you really uh, mean any sports? Because let's see, WNBA let's, right let, there. Let's see what let's see where the all sports matter people are, right? mm-hmm. or is it just I only care about men's sports? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. If you like basketball, you like WNBA because it's a more technical game. Like that's, that's the thing, John. Yeah. Not a lot of people like basketball. Mm-hmm. They like the NBA. They don't like basketball. They just like yeah. a, they just like seeing the, the athletic. That's the thing is the is another reason why. Not that I don't fuck with the NBA, but y'all know like I'm more of like an MLB NFL kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But like the M- the NBA is like it's a game kind of predicated really on athleticism and like flashiness. And you want to get that? I don't even know who that is. Oh <laughs> shit! The feds is calling. You know what it is? Oh, you know what? I think it might be. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been getting these calls uh, for the Jamal Bowman campaign. Now, who that? Uh, he's like, I guess, a former New York City principal, but now he's about he's like running for like elected official of like New York or something like that. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, WNBA is gonna start. It's gonna be great. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the NBA because they uh, they are in quite. It's well, time to get deep. From what we thought. Conundrum. Talk right, because last week we were all just like, "Yo, NBA's back." They agreed, everything's good, and then Friday, Friday happened, mm-hmm. and it was like the Fire Nation attack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyrie Zuko, OD. Apparently, that's that's what Kyrie the media, that's, the the media wants you to father. believe that uh, Kyrie yeah, is, you know, it. Fire Lord Ozai. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, uh, I think it's it's, it's wild. Uh, I, and there's been a lot of like dissenting arguments on both sides, and I guess just giving a backtrack of it, there was a bomb that was dropped, the likes of a uh, tactical nuke, nah, I ain't gonna... <laughs> uh, this past Friday when everything everybody thought everything was good, the league, uh, you know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> the league voted on it. We're coming back to play. The players just voted on it. Come back to play, and then. Taylor Rooks and uh, someone else. Taylor Rooks. I think it was Ian Begley. Uh, no, not Ian Begley. Uh, no, it was no, Ian. No, Woj was after. It was Taylor Rooks and somebody else in, in working together. Mm-hmm. They sent out a tweet uh, and a report that said, 
Kyrie Irving and a group of players were spearheading this thing as to, you know, having some reservations about coming back, right? Then it's like the speculation is like, oh, of course, Kyrie, blah, blah. Then Waj drops a bomb, like an article, which is weird because Waj really doesn't drop articles like that. Mm -hmm. He's more of an insider. And the article was like, you know, basically pegging Kyrie as a disruptor, Mm -hmm. saying like, oh, Kyrie voted on it last week. Now he's reneging on it, you know, bringing up all these different concerns, you know, about safety and saying that. sorry, renege just sounds wild. It does, right? That sounds wild. So Um, like, what what if you're like a person that renegs, that makes you a... <laughs> Max just said, Max, 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 Max. Matt was like, that ass. He said, Why are you looking at me, bro? <laughs> Finish the sentence. Salt and Vin. <laughs> oh, boy, that's good. Yo, that's crazy. You never saw this shit? I forgot. It was some stand up guy, and he goes, All right, everyone, like, finish, like, after me. And he was like, He'll like, keep saying it saying, like, whatever, to be like, peanut butter and, and, like, make the audience finish. And he goes, Salt and Vin. Oh, oh, that's, like, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's great oh i gotta get somebody with that oh i'm gonna get somebody with that yeah, with get it. a white person with it please. i will and record it <laughs> <laughs> then cancel them ruin their future ruin their whole life <laughs> yes. sorry we can't be friends anymore <laughs> <laughs> why not because dude look what you said but you force you didn't have to say it think <laughs> think next time uh but anyway so watch well, sends out the sends out the report right Kyrie's reneging on this thing, bringing up concerns of safety, uh, things like that. So basically, he's pegging it as it's just Kyrie mm-hmm. alone, right? And as the night's going on, you know, you're hearing reports of there's gonna an all-player meeting, you know, like a conference call of like 80 players, right? So then Shams is getting on it. He's getting sources of like what's being said. Kyrie said like, you know, he'd give all this up, you know, in, in support of social justice and, and you know, going to that type of work, things like that. Um I saw something that was like how they got Woj tweeting for LeBron. I was like, that ain't right. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Because LeBron, no, man, he tried to get this ring, but continue, Justin. But yeah, and then there was just, you know, other reports of saying like something's, they want us in this bubble, you know, things like that. Something sounds, you know, with this era of racism going on right now, like mm. something sounds fishy. But there was also an important quote that was left out for obvious reasons because of narratives where Kyrie had said, if people, if dudes want to come back and play, I'm for it. If dudes don't want to go back and play, I'm for that too, but we got to all be on the same united front as players, right? For some reason, only uh, Chris Haynes, uh, who's a great reporter uh, for Yahoo, had that in his article, right? Waj didn't. It was weird. So later that night, Chris Point Haynes. Out the bullshit. Mm-hmm, Chris Haynes comes out with an article that said Kyrie led an, an, an impassioned and inspiring conference call amongst 80 players. Like Chris Paul was on it, Dwight Howard was on it. Then, like the next day, Dwight Howard came out and said, like, yo, Playing basketball right now could be a distraction. Like, you know, there's a lot of pressing issues going on. Uh, Steven Jackson spoke out and said, like, yeah, playing basketball may not be the best thing right now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think it's time. Hit the button. Hit the goddamn button. Here's the thing, right? Everybody pegging Kyrie as this, like, crazy, kooky guy, right? You got to get off that whole flat earth thing. Because you guys just sound stupid. And your jokes are lame, Right. He is arguably one of the one of the smartest people in the NBA. He was voted vice president of the Players Association for a reason. It's a players only vote, which means players voted for him to speak on his behalf, just like they voted for Chris Paul to speak on their behalf as president. All right. Stop all this nonsense of Kyrie wants to ruin the league, especially Kendrick Perkins, that bum ass nigga. I swear to God. Right. I don't know how he's employed because he's garbage. He's awful. He's the worst. All he does is spew narratives. 
right? He was going after KD. He was going after Kyrie. He even tweeted out and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to stop coming after Kyrie and KD. And like three days later, he's talking about the bullshit again. I don't know why he's employed. He's just collecting checks. He's getting up there in terms of, uh, what do you call it? Pork pie hat man, uh, Jason Whitlock. But not at that extreme. Pork pie hat man? Yeah. Just, it's, it's, it's enough is enough, right? I think that when it comes to the players and deciding between whether they want, if playing is a distraction or not, I think that Kyrie and Dwight, and there's a lot of people too that think this, Avery Bradley and little lesser known names, but of course Kyrie is the biggest name, mm-hmm. so of course his name is going to be stuck to it. I think they present a, a very radical idea, but it's almost something like when you're negotiating a contract, right? So a player may want $40 million. He feels that he deserves $40 million. And the team might come back with $20 million and you meet in the middle for 30, right? I think that's what, what what's really going on here where it's, yes, you know, I think everybody wants to play. But if we play, we want to make sure that it's not, the headlines aren't just going to be like, all right, NBA's back. And every time the NBA plays, it's, oh, what did LeBron do tonight? What did Kawhi do tonight? You know, what did Kemba Walker do tonight? How are the Celtics? You know, things like that. Make sure that headlines are still offering the same amount of importance to things such as Breonna Taylor, you know, keeping the focus on, you know, police brutality and things like that, mm-hmm. as you are focusing on how many buckets and how many threes did this team make in the game? I think that's where we're at right now. I actually wrote an article about this, uh, giving some ideas on how the NBA could do it. Will be posted in the description below. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think there's a way to, to suit a lot of, you know, to, to appease each party. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like the biggest story that was swept under the rug is that they were saying that Disney workers didn't have to stay in the bubble. And we could come and go as they pleased. Which, that would defeat the purpose. Which would defeat the purpose. Yeah, there's a lot of NBA players that said that on like Thursday. And then the whole Kyrie thing happened on Fridays. But yeah, that's my spiel. Um, I think it's it, you're in a tough place because you don't want the folks to be taken off of, you know, early justices. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you got to worry about, and Ed Davis had a good interview too. But it's like, yo, we got a CBA coming up. And if the owners lose out on the money, especially the playoff money, that's going to be coming in, the TV revenue and all that stuff it's not going to be good, pretty for the players come down the road because the owners are going to want to recoup that money, which means it's going to be a lot less money given in the salary cap. Salary cap is going to be lowered. Players aren't going to get their, you know, super maxes, right? Like Donovan Mitchell's, the Bam Alabayos that are in line to be getting this, you know, like $80 million could be taken away from them just because of that. Um, So it's like a double-edged sword, you know, I think the NBA will figure out a way. Adam Silver is arguably the most competent commissioner, you know, of all the sports leagues. So I think he'll figure out a way. But, yeah. I mean, I said it a little bit on um, we were talking before where it's like, I don't, where I was kind of antsy about like the NBA coming back for that reason because of that and it being a black dominated league. But also it's like, I, in my mind, I felt like it was far enough away. But because there is no other sports, they're probably just going to cover the hell out of all the training camps. Mm-hmm. So then that would definitely cut it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I feel like, um, like we said about Kyrie, like I didn't hear that thing, which is like, we just all got to be on the same page. And I think that's what it comes down to. And then um, I don't know if you guys saw the, when Steven Jackson was on, uh, was talking to Matt Barnes, where he was like, Kyrie has called him every day. Mm-hmm. Like Kyrie's not just, this isn't some performative shit. Like Kyrie's really about like, and like that's, activism. And that's the thing when like, you know, bringing it back to Perkins, is Perkins went on TV and was saying, oh, Kyrie's only doing this because he can't go down to, Orlando, because I because they had brought out like kind of stipulations. He was on Joe and Evan yesterday. He was talking about it. Yeah, so like the stipulations, yeah. like each team can only have like a thirty-five person traveling party. Mm-hmm. You know, players, trainers, coaches, blah blah. So like 
players on injured reserve may not be able to travel down. So Perkins is like, yeah, Kyrie's only doing this because he can't go down. My thing is, why would Kyrie purposely derail the season because he can't go to Orlando for like a month? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. All right. JT. Yeah. Great article. Yes. But I'm going to have to disagree with you. Like, and not okay. even like slightly, I'm going to have to like wholeheartedly disagree with you. That's okay. Honestly, like in... The fact, like, we were all, like, so excited last week when we were talking about NBA coming back because mm-hmm. of all this stuff. And, you know, we've even spoke about it in episode 43 when we were talking about how sports coming back will potentially have an impact on... The movement. Um, on, on, right, on the narratives in the media. But you even said in your article, bro, is that what's going to happen when NBA come back is that it's going to dominate the headlines. Why? Because people want the NBA... To, the people, people want sports back. And mm. the NBA being as popular as it is, especially coming up on the playoffs, like it's ab- like it's about to... It's like, yeah, LeBron can talk about the Black Lives Matter movement and can talk about social injustice and he can talk of, and you know, like you said it like you said in the article, they can they can do a moment of silence at, at eight forty six, but eventually life is gonna go on and eventually it's gonna the attention is going to be taken away from the social injustices and then it's gonna basically just be about the NBA and then what's gonna happen right after that? The NBA season starts, then the NFL season starts, and then we get away from the whole point. And that's kind of like what this whole thing I believe is gonna snowball into. And not for nothing, because yes, like these dude, these this is these dudes' job. This is their livelihood. This is what they've been training their whole lives to do. And you know, you can't just not show up to work when 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 requested to. And I understand like dudes, you know, having not not necessarily being financially set, like there's only a couple dudes like in the league that's making these supermax contracts. Now I'm not saying that it's the responsibility of like the LeBrons, the Kyrie's, the all these other dudes. But if Kyrie, and this is a caveat to what I'm saying, if Kyrie is sitting here talking about, all right, well we gotta sit out, then Kyrie gotta help financially these dudes that that are not making as much as him. Mm. So I think that's that's that on that. But at the same time, I feel like if the NBA were to come back right now, it's going to distract the whole movement than what's going on because the main reason why this movement is being so it's so powerful right now is because we don't have anything else to distract us. It's in our face. That's why people have been protesting every day in the streets for the past three weeks since this whole George Floyd situation. And, you know, it's to the, it's to the point where it's forced every single sports league to to comment on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's... The racism in the in the social injustice is so in our face that we can't really afford to like like the time like the time is now, and if Kyrie is as committed to this as I hope he really is, then I'm hope I'm hoping other people follow follow up and and um rock with him in his steps. Mm-hmm. I I get that, and um I feel like it would have been a little bit different. Is I feel like everything got worse in the last week. I feel like we were trending up for a bit. Yeah, and then in the past week everything got worse. So I feel like that's why the timing of this also doesn't help. Oh yeah, it, it, it doesn't. I mean, there's a lot of factors going. I mean, we they saw like the the cases like what tripled in uh Florida. Like they they had like a second I, spike or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, a lot of states opened up COVID spiking, but also I just feel like in the movement things have got worse yeah. in the past week. Like yeah. a lot more things have happened to people where it seemed like oh like stuff is changing. Like things were changing. Yeah. People things were happening, and then now it seems like we took that step back. So I do kind of agree that basketball would take that away, even though like I want basketball back. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think from it's a fan, not like yeah, it, it's I don't know. It's that that's what I'm worried about. Like, from from a, from, a, from a fan perspective, of course we want basketball yeah. back. Of course I want to see 
you know, if a lot, like all these headlines that we were thinking about from, from yeah. earlier. This is not what's important right now. Mm. And, you know, and that's the thing is like if basketball was already going on, then we would have no choice but to deal with it. We would be it's June. So we would be talking about the end of the end of the NBA finals right now, regardless yeah. of the whole George Floyd situation. But at the same time, now that sports are not happening, I feel like we like the athletes. And as much as I I have been on the record and said that we shouldn't expect anything out of these athletes. Now that Kyrie has said something, we have to follow up. They they, they the athletes have to follow up. I don't know. I I I definitely agree with you. Like I want the NBA back as much as the next person. I would not be if they decide we're gonna cancel the season for social reform and, and yeah, I'm not all mad these things. At it. I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah. You know, I I think you know in, in my article I was more looking at it from like the how can you get both sides like yeah. like the you know the uh, collaboration, um, but yeah, if if they go out and they're like, hey, we're not doing that, I would like to, I do like your idea though, or like to see like if that's the case, right? If some of these bigger name guys would help, you know, some of these you know the lower guys on the you know mm-hmm. totem pole in terms of financial wise, like oh like let's say for example like Chris Paul. He makes forty eight million dollars a year. Like he gives like maybe five million to the to the three lowest guys on his team, you right. know, something like that. Um, I think it's interesting how the NBA had said that guys could not go to Orlando if they chose. So uh, there's also that factor of like guys. There were probably going to be some guys that didn't go to Orlando regardless. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just my only my only question would be if they do sit out the rest of the season, right? Is it okay for them to come back? in December. So my my thing is is that I and are you are you are you directly asking me or are you just like I guess it's just more of like a like posing a question of like all right if we're going to take the time now to is this you know focus like yeah if if we just take the time now to focus on social reform like and we get past that whenever the season was supposed to be and we get into October and November do we still feel right coming back and playing if protests are still going on, because I mean, protests in the '60s were lasting, you know, months, right? If protests are still going on in like November, December, is it right for them to come back, or are we still on the same stance of it would detract from the message? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a valid point. And to be honest, I didn't even really even think about like what's going to happen for for next season when it comes back. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if the players in a black dominated league are saying, "Yo, we're taking a stand and we're not playing because of what's going on in the state of the country," that's something that. We've never seen before. It'd be huge. It would. It would be mm-hmm. huge, and it would. Say, it would. It was like their their actions would follow up with their words. You know, for as much as, and I get it. It's a business. This is their job. I'm not telling you to sit out from your job mm-hmm. because you're making millions of dollars. Shit, I would play for a million dollars too <laughs> if I if I could. But it's different when a league of black players are saying, "Yo, we're not gonna pl-, like like Eric Gardner situation, mm-hmm. Donald Sterling situation. They pull up with shirts saying, "I can't breathe." It's powerful. But at the end of the day, you still playing. It was a, but it, and I think that's also a problem. Is that it was just a flash in the pan. They do it for mm-hmm. two games, and then that's that was it. Nothing else happened. This is my this this mm-hmm. is my point. It, versus if they say, "Yo, we know we're not playing." Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen? They're not gonna get arrested. They might take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. You know, contract shit. COVID fucked it up anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so. I don't know. I just think that, and and they're the only league that can do it. Right. NFL can't do it. NFL definitely can't. MLB is not going to do it. Right. I feel like now with the amount of black players in the league, and I, and I spoke about this in episode 43, it's like the only way we're going to get through this shit is through solidarity and working together. If 
And I and I get like LeBron's stance on it. You know, he's saying like, you know, we, he's more so saying like what you're saying in your article, basically. Like, he's like, know, we can do this. We can do play we can ball do, and still we can do both. But yeah. that's at the end of the day, it's not. It's it's, it's not, not about what they can do. It's about the effect that it has on everyone else. Exactly. And then once they play ball, it's going to take away from like everyone's attention. And like you said, and we've like stressed that enough. Like we expected something like this to happen at some point. Everything's just been a powder keg. And the thing that really set it off was the fact that there's nothing else to distract everyone else's attention from the actual like horrible things that are happening day to day. And with the NBA being back, as much as like ideally we can do both, realistically, it's going to allow those people, the people who are quiet, the people who aren't like posting shit, aren't saying shit, it'll allow them to just go back to their normal distracted life because the issues that are being talked about doesn't affect them on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, it goes and it, and it goes to the people that have problems with protests because mm-hmm. oh, protests in a and there's a right way to protest. Like oh, you shouldn't be blocking traffic, things like that. Well, if the protests aren't in your face and it's not disrupting your life, you can ignore it and continue living in your you know ignorant, blissful ways. Which is, and I think the thing that gets that gets on my nerves and I've been seeing across over the weekend, right, is people saying, oh, the players should go back and play and they should use this as a platform. Uh, to do this and I'm like okay that's great but NBA players and professional athletes have a platform literally every single day LeBron could go on Instagram live right now he's gonna have you know three million people listening mm-hmm. you know like I mean you saw like like uh uh what was it quarantine radio with uh Tory <laughs> Tory Lanez? Lanez? like like look at that like <laughs> look at that platform right but you know like so but it but it shouldn't be the job of LeBron like it shouldn't be the job of LeBron James or Steph Curry to get on the mic in Orlando and say, hey, racism is bad for you to get it as a grown adult, right? Mm-hmm. It, it shouldn't. I don't, you shouldn't need a professional athlete to tell you all the things that are going on wrong in the country when I can have people that are way more advanced in or that. Qualified. Yeah, way more qualified, you know, professors, you know, philosophers, things like that. People that actually are on the front lines and doing these things and doing research. They're just going to tell you like stats that, that, you know, that they get. But somebody can actually break down and explain to you you know, the, the things that are going on, which is, and how, how big is this platform, right? Are people just going to say, oh, you could do it. Boy, it's just one speech from LeBron and that's it. Like, exactly. are you going to do it every single game? So that's why I think, and in my article, I'm like, yeah, you can have these like stats and stuff every single game, and, which I don't think the NBA would do mm-hmm. because it's not a black history month lesson and people don't want that. And they know that there's a lot of their fan base that wouldn't care about that, but there has to be change. Like you guys said, yeah. there has to be something where it's like, Yo, some things are bigger than basketball. You can rebuild the NBA. Like if the NBA took a hit this year, there's you could rebuild that shit. You could redo the CBA, whatever. But there's a lot of you know. It's a lot of. There's a lot it, of it, stuff. It's a lot of business logistics that goes into these big corporations. I said, well, I mean, big corporations, NBA is, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you no, know, but, and that's what that's really what makes what makes it difficult. And I feel like of all the sports. And John, you you basically already said it. I, I'm kind I'm kind of going in circles with it, but it's just I'm trying to emphasize the fact that like the NBA really is like from an owners and players perspective, like they are definitely the most liberal of the four major sports. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm hoping. I listen. It's like if they if they decide to 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 play, I just hope that I can, I could really only hope that like it's not the dominated headlines in in the news. My common sense is telling me is that it will be. Yeah. But you know, I just appreciate Kyrie for speaking up and really, you know, saying saying what's on his mind. Also, like, like you're saying, like, oh, you're gonna have those speeches from those big athletes, but like, what are those are those speeches 
the speeches aren't actually changing anything, and that's what sucks. Like they can talk all they want, but is that pushing legislators? That what's actually getting people arrested? That's, that's I mean? the thing. Like these that's, protests are doing exactly. that. Like you see what what's happening in Minneapolis and all the change that's happened mm-hmm. there. I mean, they're actually defunding the police. Yeah, like, in Louisville, they they pass, which is like oh it's God. it's gut wrenching how they passed the Brianna. T- uh, sorry, the Brianna Brianna's law. Yeah, uh, I was trying to think of like the name of it. Yeah. But, uh, but they pass it, but yet the cops that shot her mm-hmm. are still walking free, right? We have the Eric Garner, like, no ban on the chokeholds when I learned that chokeholds have been banned for, like, the past decade like and a half. like, 93. Yeah. yeah. Like, so change is happening, right? We're seeing it. That's what people in the streets every single day doing it. So we see it like that. And it's not to say that the impact these athletes, that they don't have impact, but the impact is coming from you know, people like you and me, people that are on the streets, making the signs, make the posters, going to these rallies, signing these petitions, you know, things like that. And what's stopping someone who doesn't give a shit about black lives or anything like that from going to the fridge and making themselves a sandwich while LeBron is giving his speech pregame. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I do during the national anthem of uh, the Super Bowl Cause like, I don't care about it. <laughs> long, it's, that's the thing is just knowing that sports is on. It just gives you that, that, that freedom to like, all right, well, whatever is, whatever is said is whatever because sports is happening. Mm-hmm. I tell you though, tell me that, tell me my first paragraph of like the ways that the NBA is going to do it. It's not going to come true. Oh, the performative actions, the performative actions, yeah. right? The, the patch on the jerseys, <laughs> the cash grab stuff, the cash grab stuff. There's going to be a, a hashtag on the court. Tell mm-hmm. me. I mean, <laughs> but even so it's like, but that's that's the thing, and, the, and another caveat to it is that the NBA does try. They at least they do try. They, they at least put it in your face. You know what I'm saying, regardless of them being as big of a corporation as they are, like I'm saying that the I can't breathe shirts happened for uh, for a couple games, but it happened. Mm. So it's like we still know we still know about it. You know I'm saying mm. they got Donald Sterling the fuck up out of there. Out of here. Yeah, and think so, yeah with the I can't breathe. Think about outside of New York, like that's what that's what brought headlines to it. Like mm-hmm. to people. The amount of people outside of New York probably didn't know or just like, it was like, oh yeah, whatever, some dude got killed by the cops. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. that first game, it was it was Cavs, Nets, and Braun and Kyrie had it, and then C, not CP, Duran, KG, Pierce, and like Alan Anderson had it on. And then like the next night, I think D. Rose had it, and then Kobe also had it as well. Yep. So you had like three of the biggest stars at the time, mm-hmm. you know, with these shirts on, which would said a lot, but after that, you really didn't, mm-hmm. you know, see anything. It's kind of chilling. In a way, like I'm thinking that you bring up Kobe, I just really would love to like hear what he would have to say about the state of the Bro, United States right now. I've been now. thinking about him and um and Nipsey. Yeah, like if they were here for this shit, man. What just, like it's very like I like I'm getting like goosebumps just thinking about it. Like I saw some bad tweets though about you know, like like what were you talking about? Like with Kobe, like, there's guys that were saying like, oh, Kobe would Kobe would uh, uh who was Frank Isola literally tweeted out and said Kobe would have hung up the phone. Or something like that. I think in, re- in regards to like the conference call mm. that Kyrie had about like end of oh, the season. Yeah. And then, like, other people saying like, oh yeah, Kobe Kobe would have definitely, you know, been all about playing. I'm like, dog, how are you speaking on this? Like yeah. it was just a few months ago, it was just like all respect, nothing but respect. And now we're talking speaking on how he would mm-hmm. handle these things. Are you kidding me? To be honest, we don't we don't know. I mean I I don't even, I couldn't even I couldn't. I yeah. I would there's still you can only speculate, but you I mean, I mean, I guess that assumption is just based off of the type of competitor that Kobe was. But at the same time, it's like you got to remove the competitor from the from the, the person, person, you know. And while Kobe Kobe was wasn't the most outspoken of people, when he spoke, it mattered. You heard what he had to say. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. it's like, but I say, look how look how much he enhanced the the women's game just by him being a part of it, him be, being the coach of his daughter's team, exactly. mm-hmm. him you know, befriended, uh, Sabrina Ionescu, being at all the yeah. UConn Husky games. Like he did a lot for that. Just him. Yeah, I'll say that. I'll say that Kobe is more is has always been a very walk the walk person. He's always I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. versus like what I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna do. Yeah, you know, and that's where like. I appreciate Kobe as a human and also appreciate LeBron as a human because LeBron, he gives, like, he's given people platforms to speak on this social, on, on, on certain things. Cause you know, the bar, the barbershop shit that he does, you know, the shop, the shop, the shop shit that he does, you know, him tweeting out at at people. It's kind of like, we need that type of, that, that, that verbiage from some, from somebody. But LeBron also got to walk the walk in a, in a certain way. I'm not saying that he doesn't. Mm. But because I know he donated, I know he's doing his thing, but he kind of can't just be like, all right, well, we definitely got to play because this is this. He got to, I'm not telling him what he has to do because, you know, it's LeBron. This is arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. But I don't know. I think yeah. in a time like this, like. It just feels like more can be done, but you don't know what the more is right now. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, and it's not, it's not like they're, I don't think the players are divided in what they, they know, you know, the social issues are important. I think it's just more of a way of they're just having dissenting ideas of the right way mm-hmm. to present it. And I think it's also sometimes it's it's the messenger, not the message. I mean, if you reverse the roles, right? And LeBron's the one that's saying, yo, we shouldn't play. How different is that, you yeah. know, perceived across the NBA landscape as opposed to someone who still gets made jokes of about hey, if, Ky- if, if Kyrie wasn't on the Nets, would you be defending him as hard? Yeah. About the flat earth? Yeah. Because I knew he was joking. I when he was on the Celtics, I knew that. I mean, I, just, I, I don't know. People are just kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are stupid. But um, same with the Dwight Howard thing. Because when Dwight came out, he saw a lot of anti-trans like tweets and things like that towards Dwight. And it's just like, yeah, this is like, it sucks that we're still living in a world like this. But we're we're in 2020, and you know, it it, it is what it is. But I don't know, man. Just. Just sad, just sad. But it, but yeah. At least I just know it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of players unified in a, in a together way. I think that's what it what it really comes down to. Just I think the unity it was um, I think it was a mean you tweeted. It was either a mean or Bomani. Yeah, and they were like, oh, Donovan Mitchell was in those talks and whatnot, and then he was just like, oh, like it's great about like where I don't know where you're getting your sources and stuff. You saw you saw it right. Where he was yeah, like, oh, yeah, like yeah. That. So after that, it was either a mean or Bomani. I think it might have been Bomani. He was like. It would be great if players actually said what they said instead of just saying, "Oh, you guys are speculating." Yeah, it like, would be. It would be nice so you could actually clarify what your stance is. Yeah, I think but uh, that's not going to happen because people don't like to be called out and people don't want to. No, they don't. Yeah, they're they're afraid. Well, they, of, nobody wants to say anything with their chest, which is weird. Because yeah. I know Ed Davis in his interview, he said, "Yeah, a lot of the quotes that were coming out were true, but without context around it, mm-hmm. they all uh, they, they you know it's, it's up to percep you know uh, perception." Yeah, perception. I struggle with words sometimes, <laughs> but also I found out the, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name, but one of the guys that held up his fist at the Olympics. Oh, um, Tommy Davis. No, not Tommy Davis. Um, Tommy Smith. I think so. Why am I blanking on his, yeah, I'm fucking up right now. Yeah. Keep going. One of them, he, they were on the call with, uh, on Friday with Kyrie hmm. and all those other players, you know, to try and get some perspective. So I thought that was pretty good too. Yeah. Tommy Smith. Yeah. So I think it was Tommy Smith. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, just getting all avenues, trying to see, like, just find the solutions. That's what we're all trying to do, is just find solutions to these problems. <sighs> John Carlos and Tommy Smith. I can't leave out John Carlos. John Carlos. Yep. 
Mike. It just reminds me. Oh, that reminds me. Since we're off basketball now, I guess, right? We're off basketball. Yeah. Oh, um, oh wait, one more point. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I'm good off basketball. Okay. Okay. That just reminded me of this uh, tweet that a baseball writer put out the other day, uh, mm. you know, about the owners and being money hungry. And they said the, the Miami Marlins didn't have fans for 15 years. It gave a guy the biggest contract in MLB history and was flipped for one point, whatever billion dollars. <laughs> Don't tell me money's an issue. Yeah. Right. I was like, damn, he's kind of yeah. right. <laughs> also, I can't believe we, um, we, we can't glaze over this as Yankee fans. Um, the, the sealed envelope. They said it was to do about nothing. They said it was much to do about nothing. They said it's stuff we already knew. So ain't nothing. I listen. I don't know, man. I'm just waiting <laughs> to hear it. I'm, Bro, I need I, the confirmation. I Judge still was still striking out on those sliders down and away. So I'm <laughs> not right. Right. Yeah. shit. <laughs> nah, you're right. How he know the slider is coming and, <laughs> and, not, still, and still swing? How? Nah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. In fact, and we didn't win anything off of it. So, we didn't. So I mean, whatever. But well, whatever. Haters gonna hate. The me. only thing that worries me is that if something does come out. Is that the MLB will be like, oh, we got so much shit for not punishing the Astros. Maybe like we actually punish the Yankees. Nah, nah. nah because nah, nah. the because this good. from this is the this is from twenty seventeen, right? Yeah. yeah. So we and it was apparently the judge said it was stuff that everybody knows already. That mm. it's coming out is like that's what's in the sealed envelope is just shit we already know. So <laughs> I saw what's what's his face? Bre- not Bregman. Was it Bregman? Yeah, I think it was Bregman yeah, that tweeted, tweeted out that thing. I'm like, yeah, you don't get your Keep him out the halls. Like, oh, Tuve been mad quiet this whole time, though. Mm. I tell you that. Yeah, that's a fact. You getting that tattoo removed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah, you definitely getting that. Shit. Oh my god. Yeah, shout out my boy John Cena for uh, donating a lot of money to the cause. <laughs> yeah, John Cena. And his name is John, John Cena. <laughs> Where Jake at? Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> oh man. Uh, All right. Oh boy, is that uh, is there anything else? See, we cover basketball. Football, baseball. Celine Dion. Celine, <laughs> Celine Dion. Um, WNBA. Nobody cares about hockey. I mean, people care about hockey, but we don't care about it as much until it comes back. Um, I thought you saw the video queued up. <laughs> <laughs> did NASCAR? Wow, we're... Uh... Yeah, we covered... Like, I think we did it, yeah. yeah. Great job, guys. That's good. Yeah. So with that, it is time for Anime Book Club. And we are still watching Rising of a Shield Hero. We did episodes 13, 14, and 15 for this week. So it has been super fun. These were some more uh, heavy episodes. So I remember, like, as we got to it, I was just thinking about where those episodes, like, fell. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of things happened in these couple episodes. So, um, yeah, you guys can take, take it away. Yeah, man. I was right. And my prediction about what was going on when uh, they tried to they tried to kill Mel. But here's the thing, though, they tried to flip it and make it seem like my boy now for me was, was photoshopping, bro. Yeah, bro. They was trying to make they was trying to make it seem like they trying to take a hostage. I'm like, oh, y'all niggas is greasy. So then they was basically just living on the run for a little bit. Yeah. So they basically was like, all right, yeah, we got to dip out the country. They even dipped the little paddy wagon that they had type time, and then. Um, we basically realized that in the matriarchy, the queen is like higher than the king. But we are, we really already knew that, and the queen is living somewhere offsite. Where did they say she was living? I don't think I I don't remember. They probably didn't even mention the opposite direction of Silvo. Yeah, yeah well, I don't I, think they was like, yeah, right yeah. exactly. And then um yeah, so then they living on the run basically, and uh they get eventually they eventually get caught and they had the whole artillery there. They had the they had the fucking spear hero. 
the sword hero. The bow hero. And the bow hero, man. They all pulled up on him and was like, yo, we want her back. And then Alpha Mew's like, are y'all niggas dead ass? Like, <laughs> this don't, what, what do I have to gain from, from, from kidnapping this Not girl? even that. There was like, he has a brainwashing shield. How would that even make sense? If I had a brainwashing shield, I wouldn't even be in this situation because I would have just brainwashed And the niggas believed. Like, that's, was, what, that's, what, that's what's crazy is that they really, she son, really said, he has a brainwashing shield. He was like, no, I don't. And my son went, bro, how, can you prove you don't? Yeah. Nigga, what? <laughs> I, I, how do I prove I don't? I'm not going to brainwash you. Like, bro, what are you saying? Right. And he's the logical one. I was like, you don't think I would have brainwashed all y'all niggas by now? Like, Right. Bell out here trying to be like, nah, like, it's really all good shit. Mine, mine is the biggest hater of all time, OD. bro. She is on some superior hating shit. Hate, 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 Right. And if you don't excuse me, I'm going to put some water in mine's mama's dish. And then, yeah, for sure. So then we get into a little little fight scene. I thought Philo was done for, bro. I really did. Yeah, bro. Freaking creepy ass. Bro, the Lollicon just just keeps oozing out of this guy. It's just yeah, he's a, he's, Yo, a, he's oh, the it's fucking weird. worst. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, I had this. I had this made specifically to keep you a little girl, huh? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, get him out of here. Yeah, oh, man. And then at least it seems that uh, and then that after that, the other heroes were like, "Oh shit, she was actually trying to kill her sister." Yeah, because Bow Hero was like, "Yo, you know your sister's down there, right?" Like, she, she has to die. She's she been brainwashed. Like, she, she shot at me first, so she got to die. Oh. Yeah, it was just like, yo, stop what the fuck you do. Like, I was like, bro, like, why? Like, y'all just now realizing she the enemy? Crazy. I'm going to say, Bo Hero, you saw, first of all, y'all both saw her cheat in the tournament, mm-hmm. like, a few episodes ago. Y'all know what type of time she's on. That's where Matt's at. <laughs> oh, did I spell it? How could I mean, he spoil it? He's you guys here talk every about week. it every week. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That's, That's true. Kind of point of maybe. <laughs> Spoilers ahead. Uh, but yeah, I was like, they're just now realizing she is just full of crap. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, but uh, I was just going to say like, at least, uh, you know, I, when they get away, you know, now for me, he's like, yo, you, the sword hero, the actual kind of logical one, take this. <laughs> Go. <laughs> go investigate what's actually happening so you're gonna stop fucking chasing me on some bullshit. Exactly. And um and what is he investigating? The church. We learned as about usual, so, so much so much corruption. The man. Three heroes church. Why is there only three? Hmm. I'm telling you, Shield Hero had to have fucked the like the king's bitch or something like and that. And the churches? Yeah. Like what? No, because there's just because Melty is even confused because she she when they're just chilling in the cave, mm-hmm. she's like, yo, why can't you and my dad just, get along. just get along? Like, why are you guys fighting all the time? Why can't you see eye to eye? Fucking hater. And Alpha me is like, bro, how much time you got? <laughs> like, <laughs> but then the king is always saying, like, he's not gonna destroy my family again. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's like, yeah. And the queen, who actually has the powers, is out here like, yo, treat him good. Like, he's good. So I, I don't know what's happening, man. I don't know why the queen just don't come back. If it's a matriarch. Cause she, I feel like she's, she's got business to do outside. Like, you know what I mean? She can do whatever she wants. She's the queen. Exactly. Nah, she, got, she, she actually has work to do. The king ain't doing shit. He's just chilling, chilling in the crib, bro. It was mad funny when Nalfami was like, wait, so your dad married into the family? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, so he really isn't shit. Like, he's fake-ass royalty. He acted like he owned the world. That's a fact. Oh man, I find it crazy that like I'm I'm now putting together that, that the king didn't does not know about this whole um oh thing against Melty that, that, yeah that mind that mind setup that mind was mm-hmm. the conspirator behind it I thought the king was behind it too 
But I guess it was kind of fucked up of me to assume that he would try and have his own daughter killed. The one that he's like obsessed with too. Yeah. yeah. So I was half right. Three quarters right. Yeah. Sure. But he's going along. He's believing her though. Like she, he's gullible in the sense yeah. to just keep sending her troops. He's just an idiot. Like yeah, nah, facts. He's just an idiot. And like, that's the thing. I don't think he's cunning. I just think he's an idiot. And he's just going along with whatever mine's yeah. saying. Oh, he's just a pawn. Yeah. Because he really doesn't have any power. And if anything, his daughters have more power than he does. Yep. Yep. So. I don't know. It's just really upsetting. But um, it did set up a lot of, a lot. It set up the fact that there there's going to be an investigation. Also getting into the next few episodes where like, we're finding a little bit more about how demi-humans are treated in the country and whatnot. And we find out that um, the village that Raftalia was in was under like the, the rule of a lord. And a group of lords who are actually okay with like demi humans just being like treated like normal people. So, are demi humans the immigrants in this scenario? Now, Fumi's black people. Demi humans are also black people. Are immigrant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah it's I like, mean they was out here being slaves and shit. So yeah, not a demi humans are definitely like the black people. Mm-hmm. Oh, now Fumi is like Italians coming in from Ellis Island type shit. <laughs> What about that's, uh, why could, that's why I could compare it to Nah because they was they wasn't fuck with them either. They made them change their last names, bro. Yeah, I know, but like the Italians up. wasn't fuck with the black people. Well, okay, yeah, they wasn't. They was calling us bad names. <laughs> they was calling us Mulians. Yeah, that's wow. That's literally what. Wow, Justin, good job. Dude, you've said this like every week. Fucking past you've four said, weeks. You've <laughs> said Mulian on the show before. Like, I don't know why I? this time yeah. you decided yeah. to <laughs> find me the tape. You say it while you look at Matt every time. <laughs> 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 oh man As if Matt created the word <laughs> You sound like Apologize for your people I need reparations now Nah Oh but real quick below, In uh, episode 13 I thought was important Is the dialogue Between Mel- uh, Melty And now for me mm-hmm. Where he was calling her Second princess The whole time mm-hmm. And she's like yeah, Why do you keep calling me that And he's like I don't know That's what you are Aren't you She's like I, I'm part of the group now yeah. Like I'm down With the cause <laughs> So like you can call me By my first name uh, he was like, well, why do you call me Shield Hero? Like, I got a name too. She was like, good point. I'll call you now for me if you call me Melty. He was like, yeah. And then this girl, Raftalia, out here getting in her feels. I'm like, Raftalia, first of all. She's like, I got more competition? I'm like, first of all, that little girl is like 10. Please stop it. But then again, I always think, right? Raftalia only, and I think we see this in Skipping Ahead to Episode 15, because the one of her friends from back home didn't recognize her mm-hmm. because she leveled up. And my think I'm trying to think, is Raftalia just still a little kid, but in a grown person's body? No. We went over this. Yeah. Did we? Because she's a demi human and as we know, humans mature the slowest out of like every species. Mm-hmm. So it's not just leveling up. It's actually the experience causes them to grow. So she ah. actually grew. So that's why she's like, yo, like you're an adult now. Like because ah. remember originally it was like he got her at like twelve. And then she leveled up to like 14 to 16. Mm-hmm. And then now she's like 18. Ah, copy, copy, yeah. copy, copy. All right. But yeah, I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. to, to see like now it's like a more on a more personal level. Like now yeah. she's part of it. And you see it in the, in the yeah, she's opening accepted, credit. Especially after the fact that it was all like he was just not fucking with her once he found out she was royalty. So it's it's a nice growth. Um, 
I just want to say that mine is a real hobnucker for, um, <laughs> for really violating the force like that. Did you look up a oh. racial term just now? No, 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 I didn't. I have my notes right here. But yeah. Oh, I just, you put I, hobnucker in your notes? Yes. Hobnucker. <laughs> I just, I was trying to keep it somewhat appropriate, but hobnucker, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say Mulian each week, but hobnucker. <laughs> hobnucker is where he draws the line. <laughs> yep, that's exactly where I draw the line. Yeah, she, so she really like lit, lit that damn force on fire. I don't know. She did it to like try and try and to smoke them, him out. To yeah, some, yeah. Smoke him out. It was foul, man. Yeah. And um speaking of foul, I I just love how we really get to go into Raftalia's backstory and it's not at the end and it's not like before she dies. <laughs> Let me be honest, I thought you were gonna say something about uh the bird, the angel. I forget her I'm for- blanking on her name right now. Philo. 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 I don't know why when you said foul, I thought you were gonna go the bird oh, route. Heavenly fa- savior foul. I'm just thinking, wait, I'm just on a different plane right now. I'm on that like Kyrie, on Kyrie level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, that, yeah, episode, yeah, just going ahead to 15. Like Raftalia's backstory was like heavy. That was sad. Also, really quick before we get into her backstory, what does dote mean? What dote? It's song. D O T E. Oh, it's kind of like how do I explain it? Kind of like serving on somebody. Right? Yeah, it's like going after someone, but like In trying to please way? them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because I saw that on the scene where it's uh, it's Melty Philo and Philo and, yeah. talking, and she was like, oh, are you trying to dote? Uh, have him dote on you, too. Have him like, dote on you, too. Care of me and, like, cares about me and stuff I'm like, like that. like, the fuck is she talking about? Yeah. And she got well flustered, and I'm like, that was dope. Yeah. Oh, no. It sounds really, uh <laughs> <laughs> But Philo's not thinking like that. <laughs> what? No, Philo is think. I, it's weird, because, like, Philo is, you can see, like, she's part, the her human part. But then there's also like the animalistic part because in that episode where oh, they're trying to go get the mate. egg, she's like, "Oh yeah, if I bring her now for me this egg, master this egg, then he'll mate with me." It's like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> so now for me, just trying to get home and shit. Like, everybody's worried to... about everything else. Like, these bitches just trying to think of everything but the mission. Like, damn. <laughs> Rough tell you got her own mission, and she's yeah. grown now. Yeah, that's a fact. It's kind of crazy that when she was a kid, she was saying that she was going to marry the shoe hero. So I'm kind of interested. No, like, that was no, her that was friend. Rafa. Yeah, oh, that was Refana. 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 Yeah. Yes. Sorry. So it was like kind of like she took over her friend's dream, where it's like she's like, you know, I did all the things you wanted to be by the shield hero side. Now look at me. But I'm so curious, like, why is the shield hero associated with demi humans? Like, what is the relationship? They say he was the one who was like the nicest and treated them the best. No, I was going to say because yeah. that was the first. You know, when they were having like that little girl talk or whatever, and she's like, Oh, do you like anybody? And she was like, Nah, I like my dad, but you know. And then was it Refana? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like, Oh, I like the shield hero. Hopefully, I marry him one day. And it's like, Oh, and the wave starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also, um, the reason why I think of that is, uh, when he first meets Raftali and they go into like a little bit back when she was a kid, it was her parents are like, The shield hero is the one who always looks after us. So, and we already know, yeah. like, he's the one that looks after us. The way I'm looking at it is the Melra Marks religion, official religion, is the Three Heroes Church. So the Shield Heroes are excluded from that. And also Melra Mark, most of the time, they look down on demi humans. Mm. So I'm like, the one that's excluded from the church also looks after them. Yeah. So yeah, I remember, they said that there was like some uprisings and stuff of uh, worse, the devil of the Shield worshipers. Yeah, and, and it was the like people that. who was were just, just like, he was helping. Like, oh, he just saved me. Oh, that means you're worshiping him. No, no, he just. Yeah, he, protected he, my he, house. Actually, he actually helped us <laughs> while you guys were just out here doing bullshit. And um, also, I think it's uh, 
we're also seeing like Melty kind of evolve to move towards being a leader, like in her growing in that sense. Because yep. um, the Lord Reichnot, he's like, oh, he's like, you're different now from traveling with him. Like I can actually see. It's like before you used to have to try to act so mature, and now it's like you're kind of being yourself, but you also are just being like you're maturing. And um, also when she learned about like the prison and the torture and stuff, and he's like, yo, like she's like, I can't believe things like this are happening. So it's like, yeah, this is the real world. And dude was like, this happened. And they just hear yeah. this happened everywhere. Like, Sorry to burst your bubble, but this is life. You're yeah. twelve, <laughs> so I don't expect you to know she, it. But right before that, she was giving me a little bit of white privilege vibes. Mm-hmm. I was like, Damn. I was like, and then she went full on Laura. She was like, I understand my place now. <laughs> like I understand what I got to do to help change the system. Exactly. That's right. She's had it. Yeah, but um, it was it was it was, oh, it was I'm also sure Matt doesn't know who Melty is yet. Oh, yeah. No, it was okay, very okay. sad seeing uh, Raftali's homegirl. Mm. That, that was, shit was that heavy. Was wild. Damn, yeah. son, just a skeleton. Skeleton. Like, they yeah, didn't even clean it after the, body the whole thing. After the whole thing, like where they're just showing where it's like Raftali was doing everything to like give people hope, and then the fact that she was sold because she wasn't crying and shit like that. So it was like, oh man, I don't want to kill her. I'm trying to keep them here to like torture them to get the enjoyment of torturing. So she's not screaming. So. Off she goes. And then, like, bro, the moment she just goes, I forgot how to smile, that shit was heavy. It's a lot of crazy stuff. How long was she going? I don't think we know. I don't think it was that long. Because, I mean, it's Cause been, the, it's cause been the, a couple months. I was about to say, because the dude is still there. I think it's like half, of, I think, I want to say it's like six months. Because I think it was three months between the waves. Okay. So, I want to say it's around six months. Wait, three months between the first wave and the second wave. As in this past, the ones, the waves that we've seen. Yeah, but I'm saying before that, before now, for me, gets to the, to this, like you know, world, yeah. How long from when she left the, I guess the prison, the prison to being the slaver, and then when she meets now for me, and then they. I don't think she was at the slaver for long. Yeah, yeah, because I think she would have died <laughs> if she was at the slaver for long because she was sick and not getting any treatment. She didn't have to suffer that long. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh man! Her parents got killed. She got sold into slavery. Um, she was tortured. <laughs> she yeah. watched her friends die. <laughs> it's a crazy world we live in. Sounds man. like a lot of suffering. But now she's better, so it's okay. Yeah, I've only seen fox and raccoon demi humans, so unless I'm just missing it, I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking too hard on it. Also, I um, so. I like the <laughs> fact that uh, there's some foil here where it's like now it was now Fumi's turn to like save her from despair. Oh yeah, like that Damn. was that was really cool, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's a valid point. And, and even when she faced um her her ex slave master, mm-hmm. and now for me it was just like, yo, like I feel you right now, but you're not gonna get satisfaction. But this is this is the shit that I'm always talking about, and it's crazy because we were kind of talking about this with Avatar earlier when you were talking about how he didn't kill Ozai, bro. It's like. The second niggas hesitate, that's when niggas always pull out the fucking yep. sword and then da da da. And niggas got she got lucky, but still it's like they damn. I was re- I really wanted Raftalia to body him just all for the strength of the mm. culture. But also, um, I don't think I don't think she heard said he literally just went, he was like, he asked her, he was like, Is killing him gonna give you closure? Cause if it is, cause I feel like if she was like, yeah, he'd be like, I right, bet, do what you gotta do. That's what I thought he was gonna take. I thought, <laughs> I, you know, you know, you know how now for me is he be giving me antihero vibes. Yeah, but that's so the thing. Think- she didn't say that though, and that's she hesitated because she was like, you know what, killing you will make me just like you. So he's like, and and I feel like a lot of we see that in a lot of hero things where it's like you're killing you is the easy way out of your sins, so you need to actually atone for it. And then, I mean, homie got killed anyway, which is satisfying. You mean to tell me this whole time she's been rooting a sword, she ain't killed not one thing? 
Just like maybe on accident? No, but that's I'm sure she like So to see so she's separating like protection job over personal job, I guess. Yeah. Like killing because you're part of the group as opposed to killing for personal gain. It's well, it's one thing to be to initiate the violence. It's another thing to be like, I'm working for the Shield Hero. We're in a fight. These people are trying to attack us. So as opposed to, I'm just looking at this dude like, nah, I just got murder him because and gold blood. It was like one of those like, it's my job to kill, but I shouldn't kill personal life. I just think it's, I just <laughs> think it's who hit first. He hit first all those years ago. <laughs> I'm just saying, nah. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was dead when she yeah, busted out the energy sword or whatever. Yeah, whatever that thing just is. Ate that shit. Like, whoosh, oh my god. She caught mine with that shit though. Caught and mine she, lacking. Should have killed mine. Should have slit her throat. Boom. Then the fat dude falls out the out the thing, and you're like, "All right, he dead." And then he comes back and resurrects a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And you're just like, "Yo, anime is so nutty, bro." <laughs> anime gotta be. It's like where where the fuck do they do their heads be like? All right, T Rex. It was hey. To be fair, it was a great monster sealed long nah. ago. <laughs> like, we didn't know what kind of monster bro, it was, was gonna be. I was expecting like a crazy dragon or some crazy like boar, like nah, half are, breed we, like thing. They yeah. straight out said. Jurassic Park. We're just gonna <laughs> borrow this for a little bit, right? T Rex and the dude's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a legend in the church." Squished by the T Rex. So I'm like, "Oh, well, just just yeah, fantastic." Yeah. I thought I was hoping he was gonna eat him. I remember him like I remember the T Rex and like I definitely know what's exactly about to happen next, which is it's it stays good. But um, I just thought he was gonna eat him. It would have been more satisfying than getting accepted. Hilarious. Eating yeah. e- eating. He should like half ate him too. Just left like the other half like on the side. <laughs> or somewhere. like spit him out because he tastes bad. Oh yeah. Like now we need to get Chris Pratt in here. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Are we uh? Are we missing anything? Like I feel like we uh, we did kind of skim over fourteen a bit, but fourteen was just yeah. Fourteen really wasn't like. Yeah, it was just more so learning about what else is happening. Yo, his mugshot was ridiculous, bro. Like, they really oh, made him look yeah. so villainous. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn. It made him look stressed. Damn. Nah, it was tough. Nah, um, but they're really trying to make him feel super, super used. Like, they're trying to make him an outcast everywhere. And um, I also thought it was interesting how he says it. He's like, the reason we should go to Silfeld is because that's the part they're trying to get us out the most. Like, the most security is on that border. So it's like, what are they trying to keep us from? But then now we actually we get to have this journey where he's gonna go meet the queen, and we know the you know queen queen's name ring bells. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I can't wait for. Yeah, oh. Finally saw the Ambu Black House person like they, they connected. I dare say, I dare. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we going to the Queen City. Hey, we lit road Rider, trip. Ease on down, ease on down the road. Dun, dun. Ease on down, ease on down the road. Don't you carry nothing that might be alone. Don't just get on down, get on down, 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 down. Hey. I always said The Wiz, top tier. It is a top tier movie. Top tier. Long Way as hell, but. What, it's over The Wizard of Oz, though. Like, they, they, of they, course. They, like, it, it, they blacked that There's shit. no way you can watch The Wizard of Oz, watch The Wiz, and say that The Wizard of Oz, <laughs> even when they put The Wizard of Oz in, you know, in the color and things like that. No way. There's no way you can say it. Yep, that shit is that shit is unseasoned chicken. I've never watched the Wiz. <gasps> I've only seen parts. Leave my house. That is Matt's house. <laughs> Used to be Matt's house. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, 
So I just remember it used to just like I would see it on HBO and stuff as a kid, but like I was when I was just scanning. You know what movies. made it so great too, aside from the cast, because the cast is just. I didn't know how like, like ca- big it was until I got older. Were you in did. stage crew when we did it in the school? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because Evan Barnett was the whiz. Yeah, no, I yeah. like, but it was. I mean, the story yeah. was, you know, it's the story. So yeah, still... the story is pretty much the same. It's yeah. just not like yeah. the story is exactly the, the same, just, just with black. better, just yeah. better music mm-hmm. and a little more funny. Better music, better props, uh, better everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Better but I'm a, but in 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 the Wizard of Oz's defense, wasn't that the first uh, movie in color? Or something like that. Yeah, some shit I think like that. So yeah, it was like the first movie. I think it was 1946. Color. Yeah, it was like the 40s. Oh, that's the, why they didn't have the, color for all of it. Oh, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, why like it was such like a big one. deal when like they got to Oz and hey. it went to color and everybody was like, "Holy shit!" What's color. the argument I make about the Beatles? Just because it was first doesn't mean it was the best. <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. Hey, I think what also made the Wiz great is that it was all landmarks. They built the set around landmarks of New York City. So like you could oh. see like when you went to Munchkinland, that was a specific part of um I want to say Queens. Uh, hmm. Queens are like Coney Island. I know, I know. There's a part at Coney Island when they meet the Tin Man. The Tin Man is at uh, Coney Island. They're in the subway when they're attacked by those weird pillar things, which is always freaks me out. Um, the the backdrop of the of Oz is the New York City skyline. Yep. Uh, it's just you know it's great. <laughs> the flying monkeys are on motorcycles, and the uh, and and the the places at Yankee Stadium. So yeah. is that old Yankee Stadium? R.I.P. I'll watch it at some point. Yeah. I miss walking do. over that. It's that pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. Really, it's pretty good. The Wiz. They did a. Um. They did a live live action version of it too recently on uh, NBC. I think it was. Yeah, yeah but I what I've been hearing pretty it. much all those live action ones have been trash. So yeah, it wasn't like I watched the. They, well, I guess it's not really live action because it was originally a musical. But I think Fox aired uh like a live television version of Rent. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Rent. How was that? With, like. I don't know. It was okay. I think Vanessa Hudgens was in it. She probably played the girl that Rosario Dawson played. I think probably. So, yeah. But it was just weird. Rent is mean. Also, the broadcast wasn't very good. It kept cutting out. Of course. <laughs> Which is like weird. Yeah, Rent, rent was Damn, bro, the... you should have did it. I know. <laughs> All right, any, uh, any, anything else for Shield Hero? Anything left in your notes? Air Shield is kind of interesting, though, because I never see him point at it, but it just appears in the right spots all the time. I feel like it's just... I feel like it's, you know how he has, like, the heads-up display in his oh. mind. Oh, the targeting thing. Yeah, I feel like it may be oh, something okay. like that. Probably. Isn't it? Isn't it weird that, like, there was, like, no development with... Well, not really no development, but, like, kind of how the Raid Shield, he went from, like, not really being able to control it to being able to control it, like, fully. I mean, they showed it, though. And it was just, like, he was once... Like, Raftalius saw it and got him through, and then he realized that if he can't... If he doesn't end up controlling it, he's going to hurt the people around him. So, mm. I don't know how much more you can lean into that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Also, like what I was saying, the fact that I liked how it's, it was his turn to save Raftalia from like the despair. Again, the fact that this isn't taking the entire season, like the whole show isn't just about, <laughs> the whole show isn't just about them sorting that out. That right. They go, let this happen so even more development can go. This is true. So, this is true. Good episodes. Good, good. Nice cliffhanger, though. I like mm-hmm. the cliffhanger that it left us on. Yes. The T-Rex. Dasi. Dasi, Papa. <laughs> Did you see the shit that was like, watch watch if we get reparations. They're like, how fast Dominican's going to go from I know black to I black. <laughs> I black. I black like you, papi. Come on. <laughs> no, Come stop on. it. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it now. Stop it now. <laughs> uh, speaking of also really quick, 
Bro, seeing the doc, the Sammy Sosa documentary and Mark Rivera, Sammy Sosa in 1998 compared to 2020 Sammy Sosa. Bro, it's Sammy Sammy Ernesto de la Cruz Sosa. (laughs) All right. He was actually in the the Coco movie. Yep. That's what I'm jacking. We have a live action Coco movie. It has to be Sammy Sosa. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So with that, we are done with this week's episode of Anime Book Club. If you guys are following along with us, watch another three episodes. So 16, 17, and 18 for next week. And I guess that's all we got for you guys this week. Follow us at Sarutobi Sports everywhere. Um, not everywhere, but you know, Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Offended Normal on Twitter. And uh, yeah, again, don't let everything get brushed on the rug. Sign your petitions, donate if you can, protest if you can. Just uh, remember, things are still going on right now. So even though we are kind of back to our risk, regularly scheduled programming, don't uh, don't forget everything that's happening right now, guys. Black Lives Matter. Uh, well, what can I say? Black lives and do matter. And do matter. <laughs> Indubitably, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Black trans lives matter. LGBTQ lives matter. Uh, shout out black women. Uh, it sucks that we got to this point where, uh, now it's no free, no more free delivery on Grubhub and Uber Eats. Um, oh, Grubhub is canceled by the way. They hold them. They be holding money from people. Tell those hippies to get a better job then. Um, <laughs> and as always follow me on Twitter. J underscore Thomas underscore 24. Uh, as Miles said, yeah, look out for that link to the article in the in the in, in in the description. And you know what? It's okay. I like I like when people when we disagree because we are all trying to get to the same goal. There's more than one way to get to us to an answer. You know, we ain't Pythagorean theorem in and out here. So yeah. Pythagoras. Pythagorean theorem. Bro, imagine naming your kid Pythagoras. <laughs> imagine naming your kid Richard. <laughs> Dick Thomas. <laughs> Whoa. With the last name Hammer. <laughs> oh my god. Or Pound. Like, <laughs> like so you like there's no way you as a parent are just saying, yo, how can this backfire? <laughs> uh, maybe Dick was an, a respectable name. What if point. your last name is Head? Head with two D's. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, quote unquote, Dick Head. <laughs> uh, That'd be hilarious. We gonna catch out next week. <laughs> Bye.